Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Control Report Podcast, episode 77. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here with you today to talk about video games. But first, first, before we talk about video games, uh, if you watch the stream on Thursday, you might already be aware, I finally picked up a, uh, a uh, camera. Or a webcam, I guess. So, so not like a a shooting camera kind of thing, but a, a webcam connected to my PC. So I did uh, use it during the stream. I got a Logitech C922. Um, it seems like the Logitech C920 is the most popular, but the C922 offers um, a 720p 60 frame per second mode, which I thought the 60 frames probably would be valuable to have. Um, and because I'm gonna mostly be in like the tiny corner in the Bottom right, um, the the 720p part doesn't really matter too much. So, so I <laughs> I threw together a setup um, that uh, is not ideal. Honestly, the entire like room here that I'm in is not ideal. I don't have like a studio. I basically have a desk shoved in the corner of my living room, um, and I don't have like any decent backlighting. I used to have a lamp sitting behind me, and I actually really liked it being there. Um, it, it lit the room well there, but I actually moved the lamp over to my left in the corner of the room to, to try to get some extra light without, like, um, without, like, uh, uh, having these big beaming light bulbs on screen sitting behind me. So, uh, I moved it over there. It doesn't light the room as well as I'd like. I mean, it's fine when I'm streaming, but, like, just, like, actually being in my in my room it's not as bright as it used to be so yeah I don't know I I really don't know anything about lighting I pretty much just grabbed two like Walmart desk lamps and shoved them on my desk and kind of angled them in a way that the lighting looked okay Uh, I'm getting like a cover for one of them to make it more like a fill light I guess whatever that is which just makes it a dimmer light essentially or I guess not it's concentrated um, but yeah I just kind of shoved them there and I don't really have a lot of space on my desk to work with um and also also the the lamps I bought the clips don't really fit my desk so I had to um uh take a bunch of cardboard cut them together into like the same shape that could fit in the clamp and then tape it all together and then I put that under the the desk and then clamp the 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 lamps on to make it work that way so it's not a good uh long-term solution so I'm not really sure what I'm gonna do uh, I know I'm going to be in this apartment for the next, like, eight months at least, so so we'll see how it goes, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think it works for now and for what I'm doing. Um, I think it's going to be a problem if I try to do, like, actual recording of me for videos, just because my room's not going to be lit well enough, I feel like. Um, also, I don't really know, like, I can't move it around or anything, and I feel like I never really had a lot of me just, like, sitting there, stare, sitting there talking into the camera whenever I did use video in, in my reviews and stuff. Sometimes I did, but not, not all the time. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We shall see. But yeah, that's, uh, if you, if you want to see me just shove it in the corner of the screen without thinking too much about it, uh, the last stream I did on the... Thursday is like I think it's the Lost Dimension Part Five uh, has has it so I'm in there just being there I keep forgetting that I'm on camera and stuff so like I don't know I just don't think about it sometimes I'm like ah oh, no I should be more presentable <laughs> um, but I'm not particularly good at that I guess 
I'm pretty pretty laid back overall. So it's there. I don't think I'm going to use it for podcast stuff. Uh, it seems like most of the listeners anyways are listening through like uh, podcast apps now. So so I think it's it's not going to be super valuable uh, for the actual podcast itself. Uh, we'll see if we've used it in videos, but it'll be there for the streams. I'll, I'll, I still need to get like a decent stream layout worked out, um, but we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, one one little bit of news that came up in the uh, <clears throat> last few weeks. Uh, I, I can't remember when this happened. <laughs> I really didn't re-review news until uh, last night, and I went back through basically two weeks of news. But um, and I, I mean I've been hearing this stuff happening, but I I, I don't really know. Uh, I can't really remember when they're happening. But the uh, that pl- the PlayStation Classic lineup got announced. Um, I did talk about the PlayStation Classic a little bit before when they just announced the five games that they had. Um, and I think, and I kind of said this before where I'm like, yeah, I, I've paid the money to get like a Frame Meister and a US and European PS2 to like actually display my PS, PS1 games very nice already. Um, if you go watch my Bushido Blade, um, stream or a uh, quick play stream, I think I'm using the Frame Meister in that. So you get an idea. I'm not good at to fine tuning the frame meister so there may be some weird things in there if you're if you're more familiar with that stuff but uh, overall i think it looks pretty good um but yeah so they fill out the list and uh yeah i think there's some interesting titles in here um like mr driller showing up as a cool one and intelligent cube and stuff like that um but most of these i just feel like um and maybe microsoft would have the same problem if they ever went like an xbox mini 2 where it's like where it's like most of these end up being kind of in the moment hits and stuff like Cool Borders Two. I don't know. I guess Cool Borders Two. Cool Borders was a pretty decent series at the time. Battle Arena Toshinden. I mean, these, these are all names from back then. Maybe the biggest difference with this and like a Super Nintendo Classic is that these are names that kind of faded into the past. Like Destruction Derby. Like who's thinking about Destruction Derby these days? Uh, I mean, I played Destruction Derby. I'm gonna guess other people. A lot of other people did, or else why would it be on this list? Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a weird list and, uh, some of the stuff is multi-platform too and things like that. So I don't know. Um, admittedly a lot of the, like the Nintendo stuff as well as like showed up on virtual console at some point, but nothing really jumped out in here for me. Um, I'm still probably, if I were to get this thing, probably would play Wild Arms on it or Jumping Flash. Those are kind of the two big ones. Mr. Driller, I think, would be a good one. Most of these games, I think, are relatively available, though. I don't think they're too expensive to get. Uh, Maybe some of them, like Persona, uh, might be an exception. So this might be a great way to get Persona if you want to get into that. Um, but I haven't played any Persona still, <laughs> so so I'm not going to start with the first Persona. I'll probably just do Persona 4, the Golden, or whatever it's called, Golden, um, if and when I ever do that. Uh, I I have not made any ad- additional strides toward trying to play Persona 4. JRPGs are a difficult thing for me right now. <laughs> um, I mean, again, I think I've mentioned this a few times. I've been out of town like last two weeks, but I've barely made any progress about Carrie Chronicles 4 to an embarrassing degree. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. It's a nice lineup, and I'm sure people will hack this thing and shove whatever they want on here. Uh, I was talking to my friend the other day. Apparently, apparently you can actually just like put PlayStation games on the SNES Mini as well. And they work there too. I don't know how well they work, but he was playing some Dragon Ball Z fighting games on there, which I thought was pretty interesting. I was like, well, I guess, it, it, I mean, it's 
probably powerful enough to do a lot of things, so who knows. Um, so, yeah. Um, I did I did try the, um, on the Nintendo side, the, the Switch uh, online service. I did, like, their seven-day free trial and just kind of poked around the, the NES games they had on there. Um, and I had some fun with that, uh, specifically what I, what I'm still most interested in with that stuff is just like being able to play stuff online. Although I was playing it locally, uh, I just was trying to kill some time with my dad. So I was like, ah, I guess we'll just do this free trial and play a bunch of NES games. Uh, I'm surprised how bad River City Ransom runs with two players. Um, maybe I shouldn't be. And I, I, I'm just, it's, oof. It's very difficult to play that game, I feel like, if you're playing two players. Uh, the timing is just off all the time, and, and it never feels particularly great. But, hey, you know, the, the NES, Double Dragon on NES only had one player, too. So, they probably had to push the limits of the system. But uh, they <laughs> that carries over into the Switch emulation of just like, oh my god, this thing is going so slow and sluggish with two people on screen. But I had fun with that. I think the problem was is that it seemed like we might have been in a part either where we were at the wrong place or we needed to grind. And I always feel this way when I play co-op games with people. Unless they're like super invested in the game as me, um, I don't really want people who are not super interested in grinding in a game to grind. So I just go like, yeah, let's stop playing that. <laughs> So, so we just jumped around a handful of things. I guess technically we beat Balloon Fight. Apparently, Balloon Fight is a game that never ends. I think I mentioned this the other day that I wanted to try to play the all of Balloon Fight, but apparently, I think it never ends, unlike an Ice Climbers or a, a Wrecking Crew, where you can play all the phases. I think I played all the phases, but it's just not very clear that you've played all the phases. It just kind of keeps shuffling you around a bunch of different phases. Um, so I guess I beat Balloon Fight. Balloon Fight's still all right. I still like that game. Uh, I mean, I still like Joust too, so it's kind of kind of very similar. Except for Joust, you have that kind of like cool landing momentum you have, and you have to like screech yourself to a stop. I like that a lot in Joust, and 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 uh, Balloon Balloon Fight doesn't really have that. So I guess I can mark mark Balloon Fight on my beat list, even though I didn't beat it on the um, 3DS or whatever I have it on. I forget what I have it on. Is it 3DS? I can't recall. Anyways, Balloon Fight, all right game. Um, and then I uh, also played some like Ghosts and Goblins and uh, Gradius and stuff like that. Just kind of, you know, swapping controller back and forth. So, so it was all right. It was fine. Um, I, I, the seven day trial, unless somebody's like, hey, let's play River City Ransom all the way through. That seven day trial is as much as I need for those classics right now. Uh, Nintendo really needs to get their, <laughs> their stuff together when it comes to their classic releases. I feel like every generation Nintendo is just like, uh, it's like we we didn't know how good we had it with the Wii and how often stuff was coming out for there, even though it was like still like slowing down super bad. It was it was getting to the point that I think it was like one VC release a week and then it just stopped kind of putting out because I think Nintendo was focused on WiiWare and it was just like, oh, man. Um, um, the Wii VC actually by the end was actually pretty solid. It just took a long time to get there. Um, the Wii U VC, I think there's a lot of interesting things on the Wii U in terms of the virtual console service, but, um, but I think it's kind of scattered. Um, so, so it's, it's convenient when something is on there, like, oh, style, style, style savvy for DS is on there. And it's like, why? And it's like, I don't know, but that's cool. Uh, and I still want to play style savvy on the Wii U VC at some point. Um, but I just got to get around to, to buying it and playing it. Um, but we'll see. Styles heavy. I played Trendsetters on the 3DS, but I just don't like playing games on portable systems if I don't have to. So, 
So yeah, I played through those, and then I guess in, in continuing the old video games on new consoles thing, um, um, Castlevania Lords of Shadow series is now on Xbox One, or for backwards compatibility on Xbox One, and uh, I'm not a big fan of Lords of Shadow 1. I think it's a fine game, um, but there's I think that it's very sterile. It feels like a game that's trying very hard to be like a Lord of the Rings kind of game. I think I posted, I think the only content I have of Lords of Shadow 1 was I posted a picture of Aragorn with like MS Paint on him to make him look like Gabriel from, uh, from, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Lords of Shadow. If I can find it, I'll link it in the chat uh, or in the, uh, in the description, but, uh, but we'll see. It's at least on my old website. I don't know about my new website. I may have left that one out because it wasn't an article. It was just me posting a dumb picture. <laughs> um, but I was a big fan of Lords of Shadow 2. I, I really think Lords of Shadow 2 um, did a lot of interesting things to the series, you know, with it being in modern day. And um, I did like the pacing of the game. I felt like the 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 whenever you went back to the past, it kind of got a little old again like it felt like you're kind of back in Lord of Shadow 1. I think the biggest problem I have with Lord of Shadow 2 is that they take all your moves away from you and make you relearn them so I mean that's not a big deal if you are like it feels like you're building on your skills but it never really felt like I was building on my skills with Lord of Shadow 2. Um, also the end of that game like the, the voice acting and dialogue in that game are much more ridiculous than Lord of Shadow 1 in a way that I was super into um, but apparently a lot of people did not like Lord's Shadow 2. I thought that was a good game. Um, I never played the DLC. I wanted to, but, uh, I think I just rented Lord's of Shadow 2, so I didn't have the disc anymore. Um, and so I didn't buy the DLC by the end of it, and I don't know if I ever will. But I still need to play Mirror of Fate. That's one of those games, Castlevania games I always forget about. Um, I hear it's not great, but I, I would, I'm willing to, to give it a shot. I think it's on, uh, PS3, 360, and... I guess not Xbox One, yeah, because <laughs> this whole thing was about uh, those coming up on Xbox One. So, um, yeah, if, I mean, if you're a Castlevania fan, like, I will say Lords of Shadow 1 is very not Castlevania outside of sometimes you see, like, like, Cornell is in that game, but not in the way that you would think he's in that game. It's just, like, a dude with the name Cornell, essentially. Um, so it's a, it's a very light uh, attachment, where I feel like Lords of Shadow 2 not only brings it back closer to what Castlevania feels like, but also adds that new element of like all the future scenes going around like a modern day city and stuff like that. that I think was pretty cool. Um, I can't remember the ending of that game. If there's like a cliffhanger or what there probably was video games. Can't go with <laughs> go without a cliffhanger ending, which is frustrating sometimes. Um, but yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that series go forward. I, at the time, I don't think I liked Lords of Shadow very much, especially after playing Lords of Shadow 1. But after Lords of Shadow 2, I think my feelings on the series kind of changed quite a bit. And unfortunately, that's also when it died. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't know. Also, the story in Mirror of Fate sounds like ridiculous, like in a way that I was like super into. Like you played Lords of Shadow 2 and they're like, hey... Uh, we're assuming you've played Mirror of Fate, but if you haven't, here's this like this introductory cutscene of what happened in Mirror of Fate, and like the the it's like this ridiculous number of events that happen that are just like what is going on in this video game. So I I really need to go back and play Mirror of Fate at some point. It sounds like it might be a really silly thing to play through. So so yeah. Um, 
this isn't really a news story, but it was a game that I kind of want to talk about. I may have talked about it in the past. I can't quite remember. But um, there's this Dojin game called, I don't know, is it Dojin? I don't know if it's a Dojin game. I think it originated as one. Um, and I think there's a PC release that's out on Steam. It's called Link the Unleashed Nexus. And then they're um, doing a, a upgrade called uh, the Restructured Heaven. And I'll, I'll put the trailer in the the description there but I like the movement of this game a lot um I'm just gonna kind of like play this trailer here a little quick for me but but yeah basically like it's I'm trying to think of the best way to put it like it has a lot of fast horizontal momentum but it also has some vertical aspect to it too almost like a it's almost like you build height kind of like in Sonic the Hedgehog where you're like ho- doing a homing attack on enemies but when after you do a homing attack you kind of bounce off of that uh, not only enemies, but it can also be objects as well. And um, I don't know. I just think the movement is really fast and frantic in a way I'm, I'm super into. And, you know, it looks like a, lo- a pretty low-budget game. And I I considered playing the original one on PC. But this one looks a lot more polished. And um, it's been... I think it's been labeled as a 2018 release for a good long while. So I'm still going to... And this trailer is on from November 1st. So... So it still says 2018, so I'm still crossing my fingers that's coming out this year, and then hopefully I'll put some time into it. Um, that and The Quiet Man are kind of two big titles that I'm looking forward to. I guess Smash Brothers as well. I forgot to talk about the Smash Brothers Direct, but I, I was kind of middling on the Smash Direct. I thought it was fine. I think that, I don't know who that Pokemon is. I forget his name, like Flame Tiger Man. Um, I don't really care about Pokemon very much, so I don't really have any feelings about him as, like, a character, but I think, you know, him being, like, a wrestling kind of ring character is a really nice addition to the series, because you don't, I don't think there's any other fighter that I can think of that really falls into that, and with Little Mac, you have, like, boxing and stuff, so it, it, it's kind of a nice, a nice change of character. I, don't, I assume that's what is, you know, Pokemon's based off of his wrestling as well, so I think it's a, he's a... He's a really cool character from a mechanical standpoint, even if like as a character, I don't really care for him that much. I I think I feel similar to Krom, where I'm actually very excited to play as Krom, but I have no idea anything about Krom as a character. <laughs> I just know he's like, looks like he's Marth and Ike shoved into one. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I like playing Marth and Ike. So I'm like, I'm super into that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that, but uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what the best way is to tackle it. Um, I love playing uh, For Glory, although For Glory is removed. So now I think you just basically say like, oh, let me search one on one for these stages, and and hopefully that means that you can do more st- stage variety. Because I think in the in the Wii U Smash, it was all Final Destination, and so you got different like styles of stages. But in For Glory, it was just like every stage is just a flat platform and i think there's probably a lot that could be gained from um from adding those more competitive modes online with with different stages and stuff um and you know like the community you know kind of try their best to sort it out i mean at some point it's going to be like well we're going to try to match you with people who who are looking for the same kind of setup and roles as you but there there can only be so much um, and then eventually the, the community will be less, less plentiful and you might end up in matches with like items and stuff. So, and if you're into like competitive smash, then, uh, items are not what you want typically. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play some more smash. Going to get that, that GameCube controller, um, adapter out and then and, and definitely play with the GameCube controller. Cause I'm a dummy. 
Uh, actually, no, I just I just don't like the Switch controllers very much. I mean, the, I think the Switch Pro controller is fine, but it's just not my favorite. And eh, you know, it's I I have a weird like for for the uh, the GameCube controller. I think everyone who likes the GameCube controller has a weird like for it. And I think Smash, it's a very I think the the biggest thing is like there's a very specific layout to control to the controller that makes it feel makes it feel I'm trying to think of the best way to put it like like with Smash Brothers Melee on the GameCube like the A button is the focus definitely then you have like the B button for specials and I don't know how to put it like the layout is unique and like the GameCube A button is just like massive I don't know. I'm I'm probably trying to justify something that doesn't need any or that doesn't have any justification. <laughs> so, but I, I I do like the GameCube controller a lot. I have seriously considered picking up Twilight Princess for the GameCube just because I'm a dummy and like I like the GameCube controller and I wouldn't mind playing through Twilight Princess again. That game is long though. Oh man, Zelda games got very long. Um and uh, yeah, I I should never I should not play through Twilight Princess again, but I definitely want to. This video is auto playing. Let me close out of it. Let me click around a bit. Oh, oh yeah, Quare Magic Library apparently shut down like a year ago or a year and a half ago, and I had no idea. I tried to load it up today, and I, I was not able to. I was very sad. Uh, Quare Magic Magic uh, Library, if you want to look that up. It's like Q-U-A-R-E or something like that. Q-R-A or something like that. I don't know. It was not a great game. It was. It had some interesting mechanics in it. I was thinking about doing it for the Quick Play stream, but I, I did not do that. So, speaking of quick play stream, I think this week we're going to do Tokiden 2, um, which I know I talked about quite a bit in the past. I, I feel like it's, I feel like I, I'm still fresh enough on Tokiden 2 that I can still uh, talk about it and show off a bit of it. And I, I never really did anything with Tokiden 2, so I think this is kind of my last chance to to do some sort of coverage of Tokiden 2 outside of the podcast. So, um, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. And then still doing more Lost Dimensions. We're still on the same floor. So I'm guessing these floors are going to get a lot longer. I'm kind of at an uncertain position where um, there's a, uh, a mission that is pretty difficult. And I don't know how I'm going to beat it without grinding. Just like grinding the characters up. And I don't know how much grinding really affects the character stats in this game. So I'm not sure what we'll end up doing. I might just need to play it better. If I can't get anywhere in it, maybe I will, hmm, maybe I will, like, if by the end of the stream I can't beat the mission, I will probably try to grind it out through the week and just, just level up more and, and hope it works out that way, but, but yeah, it's weird, it's, it feels like a sudden wall that I've hit, and I'm just not really sure how to handle the level right now, there's like a lot of different traps and stuff around it that, uh, that, are, are kind of frustrating and the biggest the biggest part I guess that's frustrating is that like at the end of the level there's like uh, a st- thing that spawns enemies and so every time you kill an enemy it spawns another enemy but it seems like they're always like the little weak guys so maybe I should just let them spawn while I while I destroy what I can uh, until um and then just kind of AOE stuff out that that might be maybe the best option is just focus on what I can kill and then once the little guys are running around, then just do as much as I can to clear them out as fast as possible, then run to the spawner. Or just run from them. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, but yeah, other than that, 
this week, Fantasy Star article, probably going up. I finished editing it. I'm sorry it's taking so long. Um, um, I really just need to get some some additional screenshots and stuff before it's done. So so that is that is part of the plan for this weekend. Um, I may stream some Fantasy Star Universe because I need some Fantasy Star Universe screenshots. I really just need a Fantasy Star Universe screenshot. And I'm a dummy and don't have my copy of Fantasy Star Universe um, for the PS2 out here, so I have my Xbox 360 one, but I don't have save data. So I might just stream me playing through the first couple hours of that game and then t- turn off the stream and then take my one screenshot that I need to be like, oh yeah, there we go. Um, for some reason, I'm very persistent on representing different versions of this game visually, so I don't know why of it, all the Fantasy Star games. Well, post Fantasy Star Online games, I guess. Um, so I don't know. I got to do a bit more capturing and stuff, but, uh, but I don't think there'll be any, any significant pillars in my way of getting this thing done by Wednesday. So sorry for the delay. I'm going to try very hard to get it done <laughs> again. I've been out the last two weekends, but also I haven't really done much this weekend. It feels like, I, I guess I've, I got a lot of my, my chory stuff out of the way, but yeah. And I had to look at news and stuff. This anyways anyways i won't sit here and try to make excuses that's gonna do it for this week thanks for coming um and then uh i don't really know what else is coming up in the pipeline in the near future um i'll try to get some stuff going um there are things moving but they're not near completion yet and i think we might have a drought for a while while i while i switch over to video content because again video content is going to take a long time to create I don't really know what the consistency of it's going to be. Um, it may be this way for a good year or so, unfortunately, thinking about it. Like, like I don't know. I I feel like it's going to be a while till I feel like I can, I can budge a bit more on my own, like, pushing myself more. Like, I feel like my problem with the last year was I pushed myself too hard. And the year before that, I also pushed myself too hard. And I'm trying to not push myself too hard this year. And um, I think there's a healthy balance of pushing yourself to get work done, but also not killing yourself. So, so yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm still trying to figure that out. And maybe this year will just be a slow year, uh, this upcoming year. But I'll, I'll try my best to do what we can um, and see what we can do. I think that's it. Thanks for coming. And I hope you have a good weekend. Or good week. I always forget. I keep saying weekend, but this is my weekend. It's your week. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your work week, dude. Jeez. Gosh dang. I'm going to go. Bye.